Hi, I'm Andresia Moorings, and this is Unfolding Words, the weekly podcast dedicated to sharing biblical truth that offers life for your walk and life for your soul. Thank you for joining me this week. Today, I want to talk about a topic that may not be on everyone's radar, but that I feel is a discipline that is worthy of consideration. So a couple of years ago, I'd read an article about a man who came out of New York His name was Philip Patterson, and he had taken up the task of writing out the King James Version of the Bible by hand. And he admitted that he wasn't necessarily a religious person, although he did go to church occasionally. But a friend of his told him about the Islamic tradition of writing out the Quran by hand. And when Patterson said that the Bible was too long to have a similar tradition, His friend said he should start it, and so he did, but he said what he didn't expect was for how beautiful the process was going to be for him. And so after I read that article, I was intrigued about this process of writing out the Bible. And most people would think, why write out the Bible? We have Xerox machines, we have printers, we can go buy a Bible for cheap get one at the secondhand store. There's really no reason to take the time to write out the scriptures. But when you look through the Bible and the tradition of writing out the scriptures, you see that there's such fruit from it and how beneficial it is for your spiritual walk. So I want to talk about the process of writing out scriptures and why you should consider it. So this is sort of a campaign for scripture writing. So thousands of years ago, that's how people got copies of the Bible. God had people scribe the word as their job. So they would make written copies in the Old Testament. And these scribes were often revered for their knowledge of scripture, which was developed through the copying of the scriptures. And when my kids were in Christian school, A couple of years ago, before we started homeschooling, one of their homework tasks was to write out their memory verse or verses every single week. And I thought, well, my kids are doing it. Why can't I go ahead and adopt this? So I went out and bought a Moleskine notebook and I started writing out the scriptures starting at Genesis. And while it has not been a quick task, I can attests to the fact that it is a very beautiful process because the write, the act of writing is a very, um, I guess you could say intimate one because you have to take time to consider every word as you're writing. So it's a different process than typing out the scriptures or something along those means. So in the Old Testament, um, Scribes would write out the scriptures, but they were revered for their knowledge, as I mentioned. But in the New Testament, there were also scribes, but they were often self-righteous and didn't even understand the person about whom they were writing. And it's very interesting that Jesus often rebuked these self-righteous Pharisees who were the teachers of the law and often the scribes of the law. And he said in Matthew 19 and 4, have you not read? Which meant that they should have known much of what Jesus spoke and taught about because it was in the very scriptures that they had copied and studied. But in their copying and studying, they hadn't taken time to consider 
what it was that they were actually writing. So this process of writing gives us an understanding when we carefully contemplate what we're writing. It gives us an an understanding of who Jesus Christ is. The process of copying the Old Testament scriptures by Jewish scribes has a long history dating back to Moses. Um, And I want to particularly focus in on the time when Jerusalem was captured by the Babylonians in 586 B.C., So during this time, the temple was looted and then destroyed by fire and the Jews were exiled and scattered. And about 70 years later, the Jewish captives returned to Jerusalem from Babylon. And according to the Bible, Ezra recovered a copy of the Torah, which included Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy, the first five books of the Bible, and read it aloud to the whole nation. And from then on, the Jewish scribes solidified the following process for creating copies of the Torah and eventually other books in the Old Testament. And here are the guidelines. So listen to the meticulous um, guidelines that they had to use. Number one, they could only use clean animal skins, both to write on and even to bind manuscripts. Number two, each column of writing could have no less than 48 and no more than 60 lines. Number three, the ink must be black and of a special recipe. Number four, they must verbalize each word aloud while they were writing. Five, they must wipe the pen and wash their entire bodies before writing the word Jehovah every time they wrote it. Six, there must be a review within 30 days, and if as many as three pages required corrections, the entire manuscript had to be redone. And this was all by hand. Number seven, the letters, word, words, and paragraphs had to be counted, and the document became invalid if two letters touched each other. The middle paragraph, word, and letter must correspond to those of the original document. And the document could only be stored in sacred places, such as synagogue, synagogues, which is number eight. And finally, as no document containing God's word could be destroyed, they were stored or buried in hiding places, and they were usually kept in a synagogue or sometimes in a Jewish cemetery. So notice the care that each scribe had to take when they were copying God's word. There's a lot that we could learn from them in this. Now let's take a look at some of God's scribes in the Old Testament. Jeremiah could be considered a scribe because God told him Take a scroll and write on it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and Judah and all the nations. And we know that Jeremiah did this because we have a copy of the book of Jeremiah. Sometimes authors of the Old Testament had help, as in the case of Jeremiah, where it was written. Then Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to Baruch Baruch, the scribe. And we find this in Jeremiah chapter 36, verse 32. Ezra was also a scribe. He led the second of three groups returning to Jerusalem from Babylon and established the law as a basis of faith. Ezra was a direct descendant of the priestly family that included Eleazar, Phinehas, Zadok, and Aaron. And he was a skilled scribe in the law of Moses and an expert in the words of the commandments of the Lord. Ezra's personal devotion and discipline later qualify him to minister as a priest in Jerusalem. And another thing about writing out the scriptures, Israel's kings also had a duty to write out the scriptures. In Deuteronomy 17, verses 18 through 20, God's final guidelines for a king say, 
Now it shall come about when he, the king, sits on the throne of his kingdom, he shall write for himself a copy of this law on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priest. It shall be with him and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God by carefully observing all the words of this law and these statutes, that his heart may not be lifted up above his countrymen, and that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right or to the left, so that he and his sons may continue long in his kingdom in the midst of Israel. Now, there's no record of an Israelite king actually writing out the entire law of the Lord, but King David serves as an example of a leader who was committed to the law and was blessed as a result. Other kings of Israel, like Saul, who did not adhere to God's law or his word, did not enjoy the same leadership quality. So the king, when the nation got one, was to write out his own copy of the law so that he could meditate on it and follow it. The king of Israel's job description included this, that he write it out. Isn't that amazing that the Lord saw fit for a king to personally write out the scriptures for himself? Very important that we see this because that means that the process of writing out is just not some side thing that, you know, people thought to do. It's really an important act that was esteemed by the Lord himself. And it's also important for us because we can gain the same benefits as those in the Old Testament who were ordered to write out the scriptures. So when we write out the scriptures ourselves, I want to share some of the benefits. Number one, we memorize it as we write. So when you're writing out, you're, it's registering in your brain as well because you have to slow down when you're writing. It's not a quick, fast, and easy process. It's slow and steady, like the gentleman I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. It took him four years to write out the whole Bible. That takes commitment and dedication and patience. Second benefit, you will notice details that you may have missed. So you can read the Bible a lot, and you may read scripture so much that you don't even slow down because you know them. But when you're writing, you're noticing every single word because you have to write down every single word. And the third benefit is that you experience scripture in a whole new way. Usually we are hearing someone else read the scripture or we're reading it. And so writing adds a whole new dimension to it. And if, like the scribes of old, you verbalize each word aloud while you're writing, you're adding even another dimension to the process of writing out scriptures. Number four, it helps us to revere the Lord. So when we take the time to write out scripture, you're saying right now, this process of writing out the word is more important than television or going to the mall or whatever other activity you could be engaged in. And fifth benefit, fifth and final benefit is it helps us follow carefully all the words of the law. So when you are actively engaged with writing the word, your heart will be engaged as well and you'll be urged to want to follow things that you may have missed before in your writing of the word. So here's some tips when it comes to scripture writing. Identify a passage that you would like to interact with or spend time memorizing. 
Number two, commit to writing out a whole book of the Bible instead of isolated sections, especially of narrative style books. This will help you view the whole book as an entity, as an entire whole, understanding its complete message in context. Now, I know there's a new movement where you write out, you know, a few scriptures at a time. And I think that's good. That's a start. But I think writing out scriptures in its entirety gives you a better understanding of its context. So you're understanding everything versus pulling a few scriptures out at random. And I'm actually reading through the Bible um, this year from start to finish, and I'm halfway through. And just even the process of reading the Bible in its entirety gives you a whole different feel for the scriptures because you're not plucking scriptures out of their context. So writing the same thing. Number three, pick a specific specific notebook, which will be dedicated to your hand copying. So don't write in one notebook and then pick another one. So just have one ded- dedicated notebook for your scripture writing. Number four, find a quiet place that allows you to focus on what you're writing. Five, quiet your thoughts by praying for the Holy Spirit to reveal his truth to you in the passage and help you focus. Six, begin writing slowly, focusing on each word and what it means in the immediate immediate and broader context. And finally, take your time as you write. It may take you four years like it did this gentleman in the article that I mentioned. It may take you eight. It's not about how much time, but it's just about the process. The goal is not to finish writing out the passage in a specific amount of time, but to spend time in God's word and to spend time with God. So savor the process as you would an important letter that you've just received. So I'll have a link in the show notes for the article, as well as the scriptures that I've read. And I do hope that you'll take up the challenge to write out scripture, whether it's a whole book or a whole chapter. Just start where you can and realize that this is a rich experience. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate you joining me each and every week. I don't take that lightly that you press play or even subscribe. May God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Grace and peace to you.